welcome to the Roadside Chat. Of course, this is John. And I'm Dave. And this is the Devil's Advocates Legally Distinct podcast. Starring these uh, Legally Distinct dust clouds. Yes, that's the sound you hear in the background. Yeah, they're all just rushing by. Um, so we ventured into Death Valley today again. Yes. I've done a lot of venturing into Death Valley lately. Lots of walking, lots of, lots of kilometers. So many kilometers. <laughs> um, which is of course really good if you're playing Pokemon Go. But not so much for your feet. No, it's good for your feet. Somewhat. It's good for your body. I don't know about your feet. Um, the sharp pain in my toes says otherwise. Oh, that's... That's normal. After, after as many kilos as I've walked this week. Yeah, it'll happen to you. Um, so, there's something I want to talk about. Yeah? I want to talk about Lesbian Burrito Girl. Oh, God. She was so nice. Tell the listeners what happened. I don't even know. We were just walking through Death Valley. And this girl with dark hair bikes up to us and is like, hey, do you guys want burritos? And I was like, yeah. And and John was like, no, I, I, I ate so much Ethiopian, I don't want any more food, and I don't have the space for it. Yeah, it, it is true. Like, if I'd had somewhere to put a burrito, I would have packed it away, but my, my pack was too full, and my belly was definitely too full, because uh, as Dave just mentioned, we had had some Ethiopian which cuisine. We'll, which we'll talk about later. Previously, yeah, we'll talk about that later. So but yeah, so back to the uh, lesbian so, burrito girl. So the lesbian burrito girl's like, okay, here's the burrito. And I'm like, okay. And, and John, and I walk, John and I walk away 10 feet. And I'm thinking about things that have happened in the recent past to me. And I was like, no, when life gives you moments like this, you got to go and see what you can do with them. Well, first you asked me, you, you came up to me and you're like, John, um, would it be appropriate for me to ask yeah, I, for I, her number? And no, I was no, like, no, 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 give her my number. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, to exchange numbers with her. I'm like, dude, if there's ever an appropriate time to ask someone for their number or to give them your number, it's when they've given you a free burrito. I mean, honestly, unprovoked. When, when is another time better? Yeah, no, I, I was completely on board. Like, I, I do have, I have certain standards where I won't ask. Like, if I find someone interesting, I won't um, try to exchange numbers with them. Like, if they're working, for example. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah, but if if somebody has, of their own volition, come up to me. And this person did start this conversation. Yeah. They're like, you guys look in- they, they, She said you guys look interesting. And right? we, something like that. And we do, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look at us. Um, you can't, because you so, can't. So you come to me, you ask if it's appropriate. I say, yes, of course, dude, go for it. And you go. Now, I was standing off alone. Um, I figured I'd let you work your mojo, see what happened. Tell us what happened, because I don't know. I got the number. Okay, but... She's just... also a lesbian, because that's how she let it off. I was like, hey. So I walked up to her and I was like, hey, so... Can I give you my number? This is one of those weird times in life where I feel like... 
you should give somebody your number because you've just given me a burrito. <laughs> I, I feel like that's a really good approach. And they were like, I'm a lesbian. Is that okay? And I was like, yeah, whatever. Fuck, fine. Yeah, of course. That's great. Yeah, you just be you. We Yeah, see, now that's the thing. I don't have to put my stick in every hole I run into. Right, that's the thing. Like, when, I, when I'm exchanging numbers with someone, 99% of the time, it's, it's not... A, it's not because I want to hook up with them. It's literally just because like, hey, wow, you're an interesting person. And I want to like continue talking to you and not be a stranger. Yeah. You know, that's why I that's usually why I exchange numbers with people. It's usually not because I'm trying to get a date. Yeah, that, like, no, 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 no. So no, sexuality no. is no is no problem at but, all. Like, but, that I had no, but I had no intention of like anything relationship thing with this person I was just like they gave me a burrito right and so anybody okay. who anybody who gives Dave food has probably made a friend in that in that moment yeah not even knowing it that's right yeah I get where you're coming from I'm the same exact way um if if, if it hadn't good food yeah if it hadn't been for the fact that um we're gonna be leaving Death Valley very soon here and she just got here too. Yeah, I, I, if it hadn't been for that, I probably would have wanted to ask her no, for uh, her number or to get to give her my number. But um, yeah, I'm not trying to make friends and then just leave. If you're, li <laughs> if you're listening to this burrito girl, you're real. You're really, really cool. Yeah. Thanks for the burrito. We should have told her how to find our podcast. <laughs> You want people to find this thing? I mean, kind of, yeah. Every time we get a new listener, I'm like, ugh. Someone wants to listen to us? Yeah, they're awesome. Yeah, They sure, got good that's taste. A that's, a, that's a way to describe what they have. So, Burrito Girl was great. Um, then, we, then before that... But, no, wait. Tell us why she gave us the burritos. I don't even know why she... She gave... told you, didn't she? No. I thought you told me she said... The reason why she gave us the burritos was because she thought we were homeless. No, that's what Mario said. Oh, I thought she said no, that. No, she didn't say that. It was Mario after he, after he called us to check that we were alive. Mario also lives in the same uh, cabin as us in Death Valley. That's pretty funny. Okay, so... Mario thinks we look Well, homeless. then I still want to know why she gave us the burritos. Or gave you the burrito, so I can ask later. I ha ask I, later, yes, yeah, please I, I, for I, me, yes. and then we can talk about this later because um, I want to know why it was such a great interaction, so random and and fun and and nice. You don't get that every day. Like sometimes I want to randomly give people tamales, but never burritos. Maybe she did think we were homeless, and that's okay. We kind of do look homeless. We kind of do. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not even um, wearing my incognito shorts. So let's move on. To? Um, before then. Before then? Oh, we had some wonderful Ethiopian food. Yeah, now let's describe that because that was wonderful. So hold on. There, why, why were we out today was to get some barbecue sauce. Yeah. I know of a place that sells underground and we were going to go pick some up and it was closed. But on the way to that, we found this wonderful Ethiopian place owned by some dust clouds. And the food? 
Um, can you describe that for us? Oh God, it was so spicy and flavorful. Oh my God. So what was it though? Like, okay, so we had we had some chicks, chick mashed chickpeas. It's almost, it was almost like a hummus. Yeah, it was it was very much like a like a but but like a hummus slash but curry. Was, but there was no but there was no garlic in it or anything that would make it like a hummus hummus except for the chickpeas. It was spicy. It was so spicy. And then we had this lamb uh, in in. Barber, barbecue, barbecue, barber, barbie, barbie, sauce. Some kind of sauce. Some kind of Ethiopian Bean sauce. It was. And this lamb. Oh my god! It was the only thing we finished. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, and it all came out on the bread. Oh, the bread had this. I was. Yeah, that's what I was wanting to describe. Oh my god. Um. So first. Describe the chicken too. Oh, no, 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 no. We got, we got beef. Or beef. Yeah, the we beef. We got some shredded beef. Uh, it was thinly sliced and a little cube and it was also spicy. Everything we got was spicy. And then, so I, do you mind if I describe the bowl it came in? Yeah, you can describe the plate it came on. The plate that it came on was this flat bread and it's hard to describe, but like the underside of it was the way that you, you would imagine a flat bread would be. But the, under, the, the underside of it or the top side of it, from our perspective, from where we're eating it, it looked like a sponge. Oh, and it acted like one too. Yeah, it was, it was almost like a sponge bread, but like flat. And they brought us sheets of this cut in half. Yeah, it's, it's and what it was for is for you to grab a, like a piece, like a piece of the bread, and then you grab like the meat or the whatever, and you just eat it. Like there were no forks. Had you ever eaten anything like that before? Not exactly like that. I had um, uh, an African eat. I went to an African eater eatery before, but it was a different. Um, it was not Ethiopian. It was something else. Oh, I loved Ethiopian. E Ethiopia. Yeah, that was so good. And um, so the bread soaks up all the juices from these. And these meats, and these, and these meats are really juicy and saucy. Like melt in your mouth so good oh and the bread is citrusy yeah and, and then it soaks up all that nice juice and you eat it so i had this conundrum whenever it first came out and i realized it was going to be on a bread plate all right in medieval era um around england or in that area um traditionally they would serve the a lot of food on bread plates but here's the thing. It was considered rude to eat the plate. So if you go to a Renaissance fair um, to this day, you'll often get served such a meal. You'll have different meats and different things arranged on a plate of bread. And, and you're just eating all this stuff over the bread and it's soaking up all the good stuff. And then you're then you're expected not to eat that bread. Not here though, not at this place. We actually asked, Dave asked. Yeah. Was, is it traditionally okay to eat the bread? And they're like, oh yeah. So, some people really like it once it's soaked it, soaked it up. Other people don't care, but it's up to you. But traditionally, yeah, it's, it's not a problem. I felt weird that I had to even ask. 
No, it's you should. Something, it's something you have to do when you eat at other cultures. When you eat other cultures' foods. Yeah, it's. I feel like it's nice to ask and make sure because I wouldn't want like. If it turns out that in Ethiopia, if the person eats their bread bowl, it's some sort of grave insult to to families for generations, you know? All right. I wouldn't want to do that. What if it was like, like, what if someone came here and grabbed a burger and and without asking, licked the condiment off the bun first <laughs> and then ate it? <laughs> this is how you do it, right? No. <laughs> This is how we always, this is how I thought Americans ate burgers. I don't know, I've never even seen one, so. See, back in my, back where I come from, we eat shit on bread plates. We don't fuck around with buns and shit. Yeah, everything's just, ate, we, we just put it in bread and eat it. So like, oh wait. It's just good and, oh my God. Imagine this though, an Ethiopian comes to America for the first time. Um, someone who hasn't done their research, they don't know what's going on, they get a burger. And they proceed to lay the bun out and then lay all the like food and condiments and stuff on top of the buns and then like Rip eat, it. eat all the stuff off of the buns first and then eat the buns with all the stuff sto soaked into it. Acting, oh. The buns are like a plate. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> oh, you know what? That reminds me. There's this really good story I read when I was a little kid. It was from an Asian American. Uh, it was the perspective of an Asian American child, um, and her family was first generation immigrants to America, and so they're trying to figure out how to fit in, and so they're at a restaurant, and they get some celery, raw celery, as a garnish, as you sometimes do. Mm -hmm. Now, according to what I was reading in this book, in China, or where they came from in China, um, they always would steam celery and almost every, pretty much every vegetable. And so those little veins that, you know those little veins in uh, celery that if you're eating it raw, they kind of stick out, it gets stuck in your teeth and shit? Yeah. So. They didn't realize that those existed because they steamed all of their vegetables. Yeah, they didn't realize that that was a thing. And so oh they didn't God. know that those belonged in there. So they're in this restaurant and they start tearing those things out of the celery. And the, so the book described it. It's just this family of, of Chinese, Chinese Americans um, ripping the strings out of celery. Each time it just goes zip zip <laughs> and like people are like looking at them and like the little girl like from her perspective she has no idea why people are looking at them and why it seems so weird what they're doing she thinks she knows something's wrong but she can't put, put her finger on it yeah she just doesn't know exactly what the problem is and then she finds out later in America they, we just deal with those strings. If we're eating raw celery, we just eat the strings too. We don't care. <laughs> but um, later in the book, she did get uh, a little bit of comeuppance in that she made uh, an American friend who wasn't didn't know much about Chinese culture. Uh huh. And they came over to eat, and they were eating with chopsticks. 
And so she got to see her friend struggle. Yeah, fumbling with the chopsticks, not having any clue what to do. And um, that's still me. Yeah, I thought that was. I love chopsticks. I need to figure them out. I'll figure it out at some point. Yeah, it's once you get it, it's it's pretty easy. They just become like little pincers. But yeah, I was. I, John's oh. a crab, guys. He's a crab person confirmed. Actually, I'm a lobster. Lobster person? Yeah, I'm a lobster person. Um, oh, so you're, so, so you're, so you're a cockroach of the sea, huh? I'm a part of the, there's this cult. There's this cult going on. And what we're trying to do is we're- Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is a cult, are you allowed to talk about it? Yeah. Okay. We're trying to recruit people. Oh no. So here's Don't what- Don't join cults, kids. Here's what we're trying to do. Okay. So the lobster, is effectively genetically immortal yeah. they they uh they 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 produce an unlimited amount of telomerase so they don't die of old age what they die of is that they when they get old they get so big that it gets to a point where they can't molt their shell off anymore because it takes too much energy so they'll either die of infection or because the shell is too tight or some such like that Here's the theory. If humans help a lobster shed their shell as they get bigger and bigger and assist them and keep them free of disease, then we can create a Leviathan, a Leviathan, 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 a very, a Leviathan, a Leviathan Lobster, yes. Leviathan. That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> Make a giant ass lobster and we're gonna worship it as our one true God. Our Lord. Did you play a lot of Borderlands? Nope, not any. Didn't I, play any. I feel like you should play some Borderlands. Probably. <laughs> I'm not kidding though, this is a real thing. I believe you. There are, there's a lot of people Oh, 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 hold on. We have, we have a duty to, 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 to a project that we're both part of. We must tell the listeners about the Basilisk Project. Uh, so, oh. The Basilisk Project is an AI, or a theoretical AI. Yeah. And um, once you know about it, you, you are part of the Basilisk Project. So all of you listeners are now part of this project, whether you like to be a part of it or not. So you have two choices now, listener. <clears throat> you can either help build this AI, uh, which will benefit all of humanity, uh, but punish anybody that doesn't help construct it in some way, or you can be put in prison camps like like the scum you are for failing to help the great god Basilisk, whom is our supreme AI overlord. All hail the Basilisk. Is that the right pitch? Yeah, so the idea is that um, the more people that know about this, the more likely it is that there is actually someone out there working on such an AI that would um, do such a thing, that would benefit most of humanity, but those who didn't help it, it would punish them severely and possibly kill them. So, 
then it then it be, becomes like either you actively work for it and therefore you won't have to worry about that and that's what this or, is we are now for the rest of the time actively working for it or if you don't actively work for it then you will be considered an enemy you will be considered as someone someone who's working against it if you're not with it then you're against it basically it, it only sees the world in black and white right it's, an AI, it's a supreme ai overlord yeah so you guys can deal with that however you want i am of course actively working towards its completion also if you want to know more you can look it up on uh youtube the basilisk um project or the basilisk problem basilisk ai um, specifically you're going to want to find kyle hill and he'll explain it to you in such a way that it'll actually make sense and be um intelligent and entertaining instead of what we've done that was great content john actually one of the good one of the few good things on this fucking podcast and you sm and you put it down <laughs> no. Honestly, you talk about the trash, but when we actually do something that's good, you're like, nah, actually, that was shit. It didn't have any slippery butthole. I'm the only one with a slippery butthole. This is why. Then you're supposed to be putting a slippery butthole in everything. <sighs> you're letting it down, bro. No, I was going to bring it back secretly in a couple episodes. <laughs> I was going to let them think I forgot about it. But now you ruined my plan. You didn't have to say you're doing that. Well, no. When you, when you when you call me out like that, I have to tell you what I was doing. Why? Why would you? Why would you now have you to? You ruined my plan, John, and ruined it for the listeners. Are you happy? Yes. Oh my God. Happy Easter. Happy Easter. Aww. Bye. Sponsored by Red Red Shadow Legends. Red Shadow Legends.